There has never been a more urgent time to support classrooms and communities as they rebuild. You can help High Five reach, teach, and transform the lives of young people with a gift of any size. You can donate online by visiting our website and clicking on the donate button. I'll throw the link into the description of this episode. We thank you so much for your support. Hey friends, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to end a workshop. You've got myself, Phil, you've got Rich Keegan, Lisa Hunt, and Chris Danboys. And let's get into the episode. One time, <laughs> I did do, say to a group, I was like, all right, I'm done. Get out of here. And I was just done. And I walked away. I was like, oh, that's an abrupt end. Probably not the nicest way to end it. But I was kind uh, of just you done. never know. There's a couple of people. Yeah, yeah you were like, oh, thank goodness. I, yeah. I think there's some value in that because yeah. giving people permission to leave. Mm. Yeah. Especially Otherwise, these sort of open-ended trainings where we may have been eating meals with them, maybe yeah. spending evenings with them. Mm-hmm. You've been with them three, four, five days. There has to be an end. And like being more clear about that and and yeah. helping people understand what that transition can look like. And sometimes I have done that myself, yeah. probably oh. not just once, yeah. but multiple times, not because I was sort of fed up with them, but it's yeah. like, you got everything I got. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. You feel free to go. Yeah. Get out of here. The one, the one thing, like if you don't have a finer end, I, we did that at this uh, school, me and Rich were training it. And I've done this a couple of times. Every time I've done it, I've been like, yeah, you know, start filling out the eval forms. And then when you're ready, to, like you want them to reconvene. You, you, there's, yeah, the there's the, But as soon as you open up paperwork or anything like it's that gone. or fill out the rosters, you lose individuals. Yep. There's no way you're going to get them back. So it's like do an end and then have them do that. Don't yep. try to have that be a part of an end because they're just going to filter out. They're ready. To, they're almost like, oh, finally, that's the... I've got the acceptance to leave. I'll just fill out a form and leave. Yeah. And I find that that gives you an opportunity if you do it that way, where you have your sort of formal ending with the group Mm -hmm. and then people filling out their evals as they give them to you. You can then thank them one by one or connect with them about whatever the next step is or, Mm -hmm. you know, what you enjoyed about having their presence during your time together. Um, That spreads it out a little bit more. I think it varies for me, depending on, again, um, whether that's a one day or if it's a five day. But I, I find at the end of five days or four, you know, the ABs or the BBs to try and uh, wrap things up as quickly as I can that last day because people have a way to they need to travel. I mean, not like we're losing any content, but once we get back down here, it's time to do a close, whether that be through certificates or high fives or something. But again, the same thing to acknowledge it, it, it's time to go and thank you for all your efforts in mm-hmm. all sorts of different ways. One thing that really works for me when I remember to do it and when I don't remember to do it, I, I can feel it, is to not save the final reflection to the very end yeah. of the day. And I oh, now that I'm naming that, I'm, you know, I usually don't tell people that, but it's like the yeah. right after lunch, past the knot, how's it going? That's usually my idea of a final reflection, whether it's a multi-day program or a one day, mm-hmm. so that that the transition out is about thinking about, all right, who's picking up the kids or make sure I have Phil's phone number or yeah, a lot of so that that, ref- yeah, the reflection doesn't always have to stay to the very yeah. end, but it's so ingrained in me that, you know, my training in Maine last month, we, our final debrief was the last hour of, and it was, you know, late on a Friday before Thanksgiving, people were very present, but I think yeah. it would have been so much better if we had done that like two hours earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
so that's that's one thing. And then I think the other piece is, yeah, just beginning to transition folks back to whatever they're doing next. Just thinking about that all along in our program design of not just ending the group experience, but how you going to apply the skill. So if it's a you know custom technical training, giving people a chance to practice during the training, I do think falls within that topic of how do you end a program? Because it's like, how do people feel about applying the skill mm. that they can do that right. with our support during those training hours? And it sometimes for me, as you're saying, Phil, it gets into that like, but they're paying me all this money to teach them stuff. Well, it's just as valuable to have me observe and coach yeah. and course correct and that kind of stuff. Thinking about the application of the skill or the topic yeah. long before the very end. And again, I need to constantly work on that. I think there's something from a training perspective that we run into is that we finish, we're trying to fill in so much content in a certain amount of time that we finish and it sometimes does feel like you're looking at your watch, it, like time flies at the end and you're yeah. trying to cram. I hadn't thought of doing actually the reflection earlier in the day. I like that idea because I've tried to do it at the end and I've yeah, always felt like the, the reflection is, de is detailed, but then I run out of time of wanting to add in all the next steps. You know, like I, uh, and then I, I negate them because I think like, ah, oh. and sometimes it, there have been cases when I'm at sites that I don't, I forget to do the evals because I just didn't leave time because I wanted to fill well, the time yes. with content and I don't leave myself actual time to do what is as equally as important is to give myself, which I have started writing into my agenda better. Like if saying this is a Q1A or, this is just an open two hours that it's like any other thoughts, anyone need anything? Cause I hate that it's rushed at the end and people having to leave or get into cars and stuff. And you're like, I, here's my card. And I forget my card and I come back and I'm like, well, I didn't forgot all of the back right. stuff. We had a good time. And then the end was right. so rushed. I was just going to say, can one of you remind me next time I have a training, mm -hmm. give the eval out when we send the med form or on the first day and to say, Hey folks, don't forget to work on your evals. I'll be collecting those on your way out. So it's just, they yeah. have it from oh. the start. They can mm -hmm. capture notes. I keep forgetting okay to do that. Okay to end early. I mean, in some of the programs, we do in some school programs, when things are not going well to name that, and you may be responsible for for that particular time where you can't just let kids go, but have an alternate plan for the end when they're done at 90 minutes and we've got a and we've got a two hour program, we can't send them back. It's like, okay, well, that's, what's the plan for that last 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. And it can be open play or whatever that is, but be prepared for that as well. Yeah. I think, you know, endings for me, particularly if they're challenge course based, either trainings or, or working with groups in direct facilitation, doing the final summation, whatever that might look like at the course so that the transport away from the course and either back to the vehicle or back to the building or back to their space, whatever it is, that I'm not doing it back there. And quite, quite honestly, debriefing in that powerful space of the outdoors where you've been mm -hmm. doing this intense work, I think can amplify yeah. that feeling more than coming back to even the yurt or mm -hmm. the gazebo or our office or whatever yeah. it is or their I think you're going to, when you transition to a new space, they got to get reacclimated mm -hmm. to the new space. And yeah. that takes time that you probably don't have at that point in time. Yeah. So do the reflection at the end of the activity, wherever you are. In terms of challenge course programming, I think what we've got better at in the last few years here, and I used to do this, not do this when, you, when I used to work outdoor ed, is giving myself a good chunk of time at the end to reflect and finish and make sure my last climb is 
an hour before they leave as a minimum almost yeah. instead of it being like we've got 15 yeah, yeah. minutes left I think I can get a second climb in <laughs> and then yeah. running right up to mm-hmm. they get down the harnesses are off harn- helmets are on the buses are there goodbye like it doesn't it hasn't it doesn't it feel, always feels like a rushed feeling have less climbs and more relaxed yeah. content rather than rushing 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 because then the end of the program always feels this like hectic madness yeah, you don't want that throughput to feel commercial and not educational. Mm-hmm. Anybody think of your worst clothing ever? The worst clothes? Yeah. Worst, oh, worst clothing. clothing. Worst, I'm thinking weather and evacuation. Yeah, I've, got, I've got lightning stormed out of a course, but yeah, not. I'm thinking things like weather. It's like we were in I, the middle of a, we got halfway down, had, for those who are not familiar with high five, our right. courses on top of the hill. And um, we got halfway down. <laughs> interesting gestures to each other that you can't see, which is great. But um, and it's got halfway shape. down and got to the b- pavilion, and it could have been the end of the world at that point in terms of the weather. And then half of us were coming toward the building, and you know, communication we got separated. was a problem. Yeah, just, everyone was doing their best, just saying. Yeah, and everything came out okay, but that was yeah. a uh, challenging close. It, it's it it is hard when you don't have you don't. Have have the new plan because it's something's happening impromptu. Right. I remember it was raining so hard and so cold. Mm-hmm. We just finished. So we were doing what Lisa was talking about. We were letting them practice their skills on their campers mm-hmm. who had just come back from a trip. We let the campers go knowing the storm was coming in, but the takedown, we were stuck out there in the rain and mm-hmm. I hadn't done my closing yet with the training right. group. And I was like, ah, how's this going to work? I didn't yeah. want to go back to the cafeteria and Luckily, one of the, the people in the training said, let's just go to this cabin down here. Mm. And we sat on the porch. And even though we were sort of more not in a circle, we were in a semicircle mm-hmm. because of the way the furniture was arranged on a narrow porch. But looking out at the lake with the <laughs> wind and the wow. rain coming down and just yeah. talking about our experience, trying to dry out mm-hmm. was really cool. And it created itself mm-hmm. the group helped create it sometimes giving up control even though it was not how i thought the closing was right. going to go i think it was a couple of years ago we were talking about report out fatigue in the idea of getting groups back into circles to talk about things that we'd already sort of talked about and they'd already reflected on what the point was but what i started doing and i, I still do at trainings which i like Either it, some, I, we sometimes use it at the end is rather than doing that big circle, do some solo reflection. Mm-hmm. So similar to that in a way that they just like, there's no check-in. You've got yeah. like half an hour or whatever, just sit on your own, go and find a space on your own and just think about the whole week or the whole couple of days and just reflect on that. And then I, there's no expectation you tell me what you thought about. So they either use it or, uh, to think about it or they just use it because it's quiet time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's been a nice way to end. And then I just gather them back, I give them high fives and then I get in the car. It feels different of an end. And I think for me, it doesn't give me the immediate satisfaction of them going, it was amazing this week, you know, that right. like trainer ego. Yeah. But at least I think that it makes the, the end more relaxing. That idea, like in, in an outward bound flow, the classic mm-hmm. outward bound flow, there's like the early learning phase and then there's a training expedition. Then they go on solo before final expedition. So they're actually doing their majority of their self-reflection for a day mm-hmm. or two days or three days, depending on the length of the course, sometimes 10 days prior to their actual departure and giving right. them time. To then make changes about how they want to be exactly. the next yeah. 10 days or the next two hours actually yeah. is powerful. Right. So that's a good point, Phil, about 
uh, giving people space to think about things. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening. Hopefully you found these previous two episodes helpful. If you did, please share these with anybody that you know who would find this interesting as well. And if you have any questions, feel free to send them in to podcast at highfiveadventure.org or direct message me on Instagram at vertical playpen. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And I'll see you on the next one. High Fives is powered by the generosity of people like you who help us support students, teachers, and leaders build stronger schools and communities. A gift of any size can make a difference. You can donate visiting High Fives website. The link is in the description. We thank you so much for your support. Anyone want to buy a broken barometer? No pressure.